Aerospace Unplugged. Hi, and welcome to Aerospace Unplugged. It's a podcast about all things aerospace and all of the industry challenges that we're facing. Today, we're going to dive in to something called Honeywell Forge. It's a new enterprise performance management solution. So welcome to the show. I would like to introduce John Peterson, our Vice President of Software and Services, with me today to discuss the new one-stop shop for single integrated software solutions for the aerospace industry. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Carrie. It's great to be here. Thank you. All right. Well, so, John, I like to do a little bit of a history lesson. So, you know, you haven't been at Honeywell for very long. So could you tell me how you got interested in aerospace and how you landed at Honeywell? Yeah, I'd love to tell you. Really getting interested in aerospace had to do with my grandfather when I was young, 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, I hated going on long car rides. And so my grandfather got in his Piper Cherokee and flew down to the house and I got on that airplane and he let me fly it back. I couldn't reach the I couldn't reach the pedals, but certainly could steer it just fine. And when we flew it back, a two-hour drive became about a 20-minute plane ride, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I just wanted to do whatever was involved in aviation. Well, that is really cool. So you've been with Honeywell for three years, and what is your role at Honeywell? So I am what's called the vice president, general manager of software and services. So in um, our portfolio, what we have is we have the cabin services. So that's kind of like that's the Internet that you get over the airplane, the Wi-Fi over the airplane. So in the air transport, the defense and the business jet marketplace. And then on the software side of it, we have things like our flight planning solutions, which have been around forever at Honeywell. We have things like our databases, which complement our FMS and our flight decks. And then most recently, we have something that's very exciting with Honeywell Forge. Great. And we want to talk about Honeywell Forge today. So why don't you give me an overview of what it means? So Honeywell Forge is part of the Honeywell Connected Enterprise. And it's an enterprise software platform that handles the enterprise management, making better use of your assets and your people. So if you look at enterprise software throughout the ages, you have things like your software you had that was SAP that helped you with your manufacturing and your parts. And then it moved over to um, customer resource, resource management software, which helped you with things like the marketplace, your relationships, your sales forces to make you more productive and more efficient there. And now what we're finding out is there's a demand in the marketplace in order to make better, in order to better manage their assets. So whether that asset be a plant, that asset be a building, or that asset be an airplane, we gather big data. We gather the data from the sensors and all the different facets of what it takes to run those assets. And then we have sophisticated algorithms, and then we present results that add real value to these companies so that they can run their plants more efficiently, they run their buildings more efficiently, they manage their workforces more efficiently, or... For us in aerospace, our application of Honeywell Forge is you manage your aircraft and your aircraft operations more efficiently. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you to give me an example in a few minutes. But for now, I want to ask you about the term single pane of glass. We've been tossing that around the company quite a bit lately. And I'd like you to kind of tell me what you think that means. You know, it's funny you say that because the first time I ever heard it, I had to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. So, but the single pane of glass, what that means is that is a consolidated presentation of the information that you need in order to more efficiently manage your assets. So, for example, a person who does maintenance on an aircraft to get some maintenance on their aircraft might have GE engines. So they'll lock into general aviation's tool in order to look at the engines. They might have a Honeywell system for electromechanical, and so they would log into that system in order to get the information for that. They might have Honeywell APUs. They'd lock into a different Honeywell system for the APUs. They might have Honeywell Cabin Services. They would log into a different system for Honeywell Cabin Services. And we never thought that was a big deal because that might not be the same person logging into all of those things. But it becomes a big deal when you try to use all of that and make it interoperate with each other in order to present an opportunity that adds more value. So the single pane of glass is not so much of taking four different logins and passwords and four different screens and presenting them on one page. What the single pane of glass really does is it says, hey, we're going to have this repository, this data lake where all this data resides. And we're going to more efficiently use all of this data and all of these different dashboards and all of these different pieces of information. And we're going to present a single presentation to you for the job that you do so that you're more efficient and you get a better view of all the different things that impact you. Okay, so to me, it sounds like it's an ecosystem. Are other industry suppliers buying into this? And, you know, will we be able to coordinate all of the information that comes from the aircraft in one place? So I feel like there's two different questions there. So to go to the first question, um, with respect to whether or not folks are interested in this ecosystem or becoming a part of this ecosystem or, or participating in the ecosystem, the answer there is absolutely yes. Every airline you go to, every defense organization you go to, every OEM you go to, they all have some sort of a digitization strategy. And they're all trying to figure out how to make better use of their data. I think in the evolution of what happens as people become better and better at understanding how to use their data, there's going to be greater participation amongst people sharing their data in order to get win-win benefits. So this is very infant in, in aerospace, this evolution that we're going through of creating these ecosystems. That was a great expression for it. That we're early in that process where everyone's trying to understand their own before they get deep down the road of merging others in. But Honeywell is definitely becoming a leader in terms of trying to figure out how to work with other parties and create partnerships so that we can expand what we do rapidly. And so we're looking at other suppliers. We're looking at other folks that do maintenance, repair and overhaul. We're looking at OEM manufacturers. We're looking at other software companies and we're talking to all of them about what we're doing in order to get them to understand what we're doing and find that win-win where they want to participate in what we do and they want us to participate in what they do so that there's greater value in the market and more people adopting it faster, the customers who are willing to pay. So break it down for me and tell me if I'm off base, but does it sound like something like where you might be able to say, hey, if you run your engine this way or your APU this way, you can get better fuel savings, irregardless of what brand or manufacturer? That is one aspect of it. That's been around for a while. 
The more interesting part of it now is we can look at the data and the algorithms have become so sophisticated. I will tell you, hey, when you drive your car today, in the next 30 days, your fan belt's going to break. So if the next 30 days you can get it into a garage, you'll prevent that from breaking you down on the side of the highway when it's 120 degrees outside. And then your sense of urgency as to how important it is to you at that moment, it could be, oh, I got an oil change tomorrow, I'll do it then. Or it may be, well, I'm out of town for three weeks, I'll just address it when I get back. You get to make the choice of when that happens. Anybody who's flown and had a delay or cancellation because there was a maintenance event and you couldn't get out and you couldn't make your connection and all these other sort of things happen become a lot more disruptive and it becomes a lot more expensive for an airline and a lot more people affected rather than you and your own car on the side of the road. And so what ends up happening is these tools become wonderful for the airlines and for the maintenance and repair and overhaul people because now what we can say is, The behavior of your starter on your APU is such that we see these things failing in the next 30 to 45 days. Now, when the aircraft is at a place where they have parts and people to take care of it, now it becomes a part of their normal operation, doesn't contribute to a delay or cancellation, and doesn't create an aircraft on ground situation, which is very disruptive and very expensive for that airline. And so very valuable. It sounds a lot to me like condition-based maintenance. It is a lot like that. Okay. It absolutely is, except the algorithms have the special tool where we learn how long parts last and the behaviors they have before they fail. You get smarter as you go. Yeah, like that knocking sound in your car and you don't know if you need to (laughs) fix it right now or if it'll wait a while. We know what that knocking sound is and how long before it's a real problem. Okay, very cool. So how will Honeywell Forge enable businesses to unleash their full potential? The way Honeywell Forge helps businesses unleash their full potential and to really speak to it in the context of the aerospace industry is Honeywell Forge helps the airline aggregate, consolidate, and sort their data so that it's in a format where they can find it and use it. We then take that sorted data and we put it into our algorithms and our outputs so that they can draw conclusions from that. So they know where to focus their time, effort, and energy in the areas that are of the most waste or the most problematic and the most likely to create delays and cancellations. And then it provides them the actions they need to take in terms of single engine taxi, in terms of descent, in terms of in-flight, in terms of weather congestion, or in terms of problematic parts and problematic issues, or in terms of behavior as to how the aircraft is treated and handled, and allows them to focus on the things that are going to create the most problems for them, are creating the most disruptions and the most cost to them. And Honeywell Ford, through this software and through the presentation of making them helping companies, helping airlines focus on the areas that are the most problematic, contributing to the most disruption and the highest cost, they can then create more profit. And that profit in an airline immediately gets turned into ticket prices, which immediately gets turned into load factors and then gets turned into profitability for their shareholders. So that kind of uh, pivots me into another question, which is why airlines first? I mean, it sounds to me like you've got a pretty compelling business case for airlines, but will this, and secondary question, will this also transition to other businesses? Yeah. So the reason why airlines first is because the airlines have this 
enormous economy of scale. And the airlines have, um, the airlines are a very competitive business and profitability is based upon the fractions of a percent. And so the tools that bring the most results, the fastest with the greatest value comes from those that fly the most. Airlines fly the most hours. They have the tightest profit margins. Well, they have the most data too, which is going to help you build that database, right? And that's the other piece of it. The airlines already have the tools and vehicles in place to gather data so that we can get to that data and help them aggregate it, clean it, sort it, and table it. However, we are working in the um, with OEMs in the business aviation marketplace. They're very interested in the work that we're doing and applying it to their own organizations. And with business aviation, there's a lot of interest in um, the person who flies their aircraft today is a customer that buys their next airplane from them. And also there's a big move in business aviation that the OEMs, your Gulfstreams, your Dassault's, your Bombardier's, they've consolidated the maintenance and repair. And because there's been so much consolidation in the industry, these OEMs are really excited to get tools that make that make them more proactive and less reactive with their customers, accomplishing both the goal of a better relationship, a better ownership experience, and accomplishing the second goal of getting more tails in their hangars to generate more maintenance dollars. And then the second area is in the defense marketplace. We're talking in defense to... Um, there's a lot of cost to keep aircraft flying in defense. The aircraft, a lot of aircraft are old, 20, 30, <laughs> yeah. 40 years old. They like, do have some aging fleet. These are some really old airplanes. They have a lot of young kids in turnover that come into defense to work on those airplanes. And then they also have very high costs to keep those airplanes flying because of the way that they're handled, particularly if you think of fighter planes and things like that. So the defense industry is really talking to us to look at our tools, to look at our suite of offering, our algorithms, how we present the opportunities in order to get a much better methodology in place in terms of their standard workflow and procedures, in terms of how they handle their parts, and then in terms of the predictive maintenance so there's less downtime on the aircraft and get a lot more efficiency around our tax dollars. So when Honeywell Forge was announced, it wasn't just announced for airlines. It was announced across the company. There's really a lot of software solutions going live across the other businesses. Can you tell me a little bit about how that's going or, or what they're doing? It's amazing. I mean, <laughs> we've really only been working on this since about September, October of last year. Qtalara is, is amazing as our leader who set up the Honeywell Connected Enterprise she, she, she is fantastic in terms of how she comes from software. She walked into an industrial company and was able to rapidly recognize the fact that the analytics that you do and the presentation of solutions on a plant that processes um, oil versus a building that has office spaces versus an airplane that's transporting people are the same. They Lots all burn fuel they all have people involved in the loop. They all have equipment that breaks. They all have, if you turn the lights off in a building, you're going to save money. If you single engine taxi on an aircraft, you're going to save money. If you understand how to more efficiently run a turbine in a plant, you're going to save money. There's absolute parallels in that. And what she recognized was all of these different efforts were basically doing the same thing to solve the same problem differently. And she's created a standard across the HCE. And what's amazing now is I sit with someone like David Trice on Honeywell Buildings 
creating the connected building. And he and I can sit next to each other. You can listen to he and I talking to our engineering teams and our product management staff. And you can watch he and I going through and looking at the product in the dev environment. And you wouldn't think we were two different people working on two different products. You would think we're the same person working on the same thing. You speak the same language. You have the same issues. We're working on the same platform, applying the same technologies. It's absolutely amazing how in a very short period of time, she took this huge global company that has distinctly different businesses and distilled it down to the common elements that we need to focus on in order to get our products to market quickly. And a vision too. I mean, it's called a performance management solution, enterprise performance management solution, right? So what do you think's next for Honeywell Forge? It's building the breadth and depth of the offering. I think what's coming next is all of us are getting our, what we call our technology stacks put together. And so the part where the data comes in and the part where the data gets organized, the part where the data gets processed and the part where the data gets Um, presented to a customer, that is getting completed. And that's going to be done very shortly here. And when that's done, it's kind of like um, when the iPhone came out. When the iPhone first came out, there weren't many apps. Now there's just hundreds of thousands of apps. That's the rapid acceleration you're going to see for Forge coming forward. Our technology stacks are almost done, and you're just going to see rapid deployment of building the depth and the breadth of the offering in terms of all the things that customers can do with it. Once that flywheel starts turning, it doesn't take a lot of energy to keep it moving, but you put a little bit of energy into it and it just moves that much faster. And so really excited about where she's taking us. And really it should be a learning system, right? Getting smarter and smarter as more and more data flows into the system. It's absolutely true. And, And you can see examples of that going on today. We have several projects going on, but the, some of that are the most exciting is on the machine-to-machine learning on the data ingestion. So think of it as speaking of lang- a foreign language. The first time somebody speaks to you in a foreign language, you have no idea what they're talking about. So you learn some words. And then the next time they talk to you, you can pick up a couple of words. And then the next time it's a little better and a little better. And then before you know it, you can speak to somebody in a foreign language. Maybe not as well <laughs> as they you do can. it. <laughs> but with... Um, well, with focus and study practice, <laughs> yes, you can okay. you can become proficient, and that's what we're doing on the data ingestion side. So the first time I go read quick access recorder data from four two four buses, the first time I read it, it's a bit foreign to me, and the next time I read it, I realize that one aircraft and another aircraft, while it should be the same data, it's not formatted the same way. And then the next time I read it, I've learned those lessons. I'm a little bit smarter. And then the next time, and then the next time, and then before you know it. I don't need to do anything because it can auto-detect, auto-identify, auto-cert, auto-classify, and auto-table. And find the anomalies, find the issues. Put all the right markers on it. And then the next thing you know, it's automatically feeding our analytics, which is automatically presenting the results. That's the really exciting things that we're doing as we go through this process. So I have to ask, this is a lot of data. What is our data security protocol? So... I can't speak specifically to what we're doing there on the cyber and the security side of it. I I can rest assured that we have an entire organization set up to work nothing but on that aspect of it exclusively. And I give them the warm hug and embrace of trust. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I'm going to get tactical. Does this require any replacements or upgrades to existing equipment for folks to get these kinds of solutions? It doesn't. Um, 
Well, it shouldn't, but it could. So there's always the opportunity. We never miss the opportunity to monetize through some hardware and arrow. So of <laughs> course we have hardware solutions that they can put into their aircraft to extract more data from the airplanes. So we have air data gateways, we have routing products, we have edge node products that basically gather more data from more sensors to make our algorithms more accurate and to provide more value to the airline. Um, but for those airlines that are already grabbing their data, all they have to do is simply transfer it over to our Microsoft Azure cloud, and we are happy to run it through our technology stack and bring them results. Okay, good to know. Um, and will they be able to get the data in any form? Web, iPad, mobile? So today we are providing all of our solutions via browsers on basically your laptop device or your computer device. Sure. But we also have applications, so we're expanding our FlightBag Pro application. We're expanding our flight efficiency applications, so these things can be available through applications like that. And ultimately, we're also expanding our maintainer applications and um, our toolkit applications so that they're also available through iPad. All right, so as we're wrapping up, where do you see the future of aerospace when it comes to data? Um I see that the data is going to be worked more in real time. So I see where the avionics and the pilots and the flight management systems are adjusting their throttle, their speeds, their altitudes in real time based upon data that's constantly being run and recommendations that are being sent to the aircraft so that um, there's less disruption and traffic flows more seamlessly. I see the um, I also see that the data is going to provide more real-time instructions that go out and move parts around and move people around more fluidly with the motion of the aircraft coming into the gates and leaving the gates. And people aren't going to wait for things to break anymore. They're just going to get into this fluid process of just continuously replacing parts so that the aircraft are always up and running. They're always moving. There's going to be less obsession over getting that last valuable minute out of the part. They're going to worry less about that. And they're going to worry more about the fact that they measured the amount of downtime of the aircraft in hours, not months, weeks, or days. Okay. And I have to ask, does connectivity play a role here? Connectivity enables all of it. And the connectivity and the fact that the cost of the connectivity is coming down so much the speed is going up so much. We're getting to a point now where the cost to acquire the data is less than the value the data provides. And so we are seeing more and more and more effort in order to get tools and equipment onto the aircraft that make use of the connectivity and get us more into that real-time data. I mean, look at it this way. When was the last time you picked up a map to go somewhere? <laughs> right? I can't recall. <laughs> when was the last time you really thought about where you had to go before you got in the car and looked up the address and just simply put it into your mapping program on your phone? That is That does not exist in aviation. Everything has to be done in advance, just like you used to have to do it in advance to look it up in a, in a Rand McNally road atlas. And in aviation, all aspects of aviation are going to become seamless, just like when you drive in your car. Okay, well, that's an impressive future. So I think I've learned that Honeywell Forge is really an enterprise software solution, and we're going to get flight-related data. It'll be a single source of data to unify, clean, analyze, act upon. What am I missing? Make more profit. Make more profit. For okay. your shareholders. Okay, definitely. All right, so thank you for being with us today, but this is called Aerospace Unplugged, so we like to end 
with a question. How do you unplug at the end of the day? How do I unplug at the end of the day? I'll tell you, I unplug by, I have two daughters at home, one's 17 and one's 13. And they have a tendency to have an agenda at the end of the day. So <laughs> what kind of an agenda? I'm just curious. <laughs> Who knows? I'll know when I get home tonight. All right. Well, thank you for being part of the show. I appreciate it. Once again, my name is Carrie Sinclair, and thank you for listening to Aerospace Unplugged. To find out more about how you can improve your business productivity, visit our website at aerospace.honeywell.com, where you can learn more about Honeywell Forge solutions. Safe travels, and we'll see you next time. This episode was produced by Katie Carney and edited by Chloe Dake.